Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast, a podcast for people who want to sell different. Playmakers wage war against traditional sales and win. Remember, success is just one play away. Welcome, everybody, to the Playmaker Podcast. We're going live here. We've got a great guest, something that's slightly different than we normally do. Um, we've got Joelle LeBon coming on board with us today, um, who brings a slightly different background. Um, certainly a lot of experience in sales and marketing, but currently is a marketing professor and director of professional development at the University of Houston. Um, Joel, thanks so much for joining. And how the heck are you? Very good. Hi, Gabe. Thank you so much for uh, this invitation. Uh, I'm glad to have this conversation with, with you. So uh, thank you so much. I'm doing very well. How about uh, you? Fantastic. I appreciate you asking. Now, um, Joel and I just connected, you know, we... Uh, God, you know, we've, we've gone back and forth. We're connected through the American Association of Inside Sales, who I was on with just the other day, and we're both big fans of them. But I've been, you know, one of the questions I've been asking a lot about is just why don't we have more colleges and universities with sales programs? And Joel and I met, and he kind of explained some of the things they're doing at the University of Houston. I thought it was interesting enough that I wanted to dedicate a show to it. So that's what we'll be diving into today. But <laughs> before we do, I always like to put people on the spot. And Joel, um, outside of work, I know you've done a lot, you've traveled a lot. Um, but can you tell us maybe just real quick a little bit about yourself, um, your background, and some of the hobbies or passions you have outside of work? Yeah, sure, I can do that. So as you can tell, uh, I am not from Paris, Texas. Uh, I'm not even from Paris, France. I do have a French accent, uh, yet I've been uh, living in France for uh, many years. But I was born in a small island in the Indian Ocean called Mauritius. So that was uh, several years ago. It's an island by uh, the east coast of Africa, Madagascar. Then I got my education in France. And then I've uh, been working for Xerox as a strategic account manager, uh, got different roles in sales and sales management as well for another company. Um, and then I started to teach and loved it, decided to go back to school to do a PhD uh, in sales and marketing, uh, was a postdoc at Penn State University. Uh, then uh, got a job at ASEC Business School in uh, France first. ASEC is a leading uh, business school in uh, Europe. Uh, the school opened a campus in Singapore, so got to live in Singapore for a couple of years and came to the University of Houston in 2010, uh, where I am now a marketing and sales professor and also director of professional development. So that's yeah. kind of a quick <laughs> summary of love uh, it. what I've been through for the last year. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I consider myself, I, I considered myself somewhat well-traveled. You know, I lived in Germany for a couple of years, um, 
uh, tried to learn the language a little bit. Still got a little German in me. Um, uh-huh. I spent about five years in the Middle East, a couple years in Saudi Arabia, a couple years in Dubai. But when I talk to Joel, he beats wow, me. Really? He he uh, he blows me out of the water <laughs> when it comes to kind of all his international dabbling. So, um, Joel, so, uh, I mean, as you've traveled, anything kind of special or, I mean, besides all the travel, you have you... Uh, um, yeah, any crazy hobbies you've got or passions you've learned along the journey? Um, well, traveling is important. Uh, I mean, traveling is education. Education you get from others and you learn from differences, uh, you know, from other people. And uh, so I, I think traveling is part of the education. Along the way, I've been uh, very interested in the Asian culture. And in fact, uh, a couple of years ago, I started to... Uh, to do a, a kung fu, so I am a martial artist, and I am a black belt in kung fu. So this is what I love right. to do when I'm not teaching. I I love that. Oh my goodness, man! The layers just keep getting peeled off, and it gets more interesting every time I talk to this guy. Um, well, we'll have to talk. Uh, I'm I'm not a trained. I love the concepts um, of some of the martial arts. Uh, so we may have to pick that up at a, at a later point. Um, one okay. other question before we dive into some of the things you're doing in the the current state of education and sales. Um, you obviously interact with a lot of leaders. You obviously are part of the Association of Inside Sales. You're in. You're teaching sales. As you think about aspiring. Um, you know, sales leaders, or you know, even for your students, is you know, it's the last day of class. What's the advice that you give, or the, you know, the one liner you'd kind of say, "Hey, if you want to be great as a salesperson or a sales leader, do what?" Um, that's that's a very important question. In fact, that's that's a critical question, especially if you want to be in sales. I, I think sales is one of the best profession out there that people can have for their personal growth development. But I would tell them, uh, can you take the pain? And if you can take the pain, and if you are trained actually to take the pain, you can be a great sales professional and a great sales leader because it's painful. It's difficult. It's challenging. You're going to have to fight against adversity but if you can take take the pain just a little bit more than others, then you can be the top one. So it will be about the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's an interesting one. You just got to fight through the pain. Um, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I love it. I think it's probably a good it's kind gonna of... It's going to be painful, you know? <laughs> it's going to be painful, but... It's how you react to the pain and your ability to embrace, you know, your your challenges. That's going to make a difference between those who actually quit and those who don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's right. I mean, I think having done sales, that was a lot what I did when I was overseas. Um, just played an enterprise sales uh, rep basically for multiple years and man, you have some ups and downs. (laughs) If you're not ready to fight through the pain, like you said, you're probably not cut out for it. That's the great thing about sales. You know, it's the one position 
there's probably some others, but it's just so cut and dry. You know, you're either winning or there's a score. Yeah. You're either winning or losing. You know, in some of these other roles, you can kind of hide your um, your 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 results a little better. But in sales, you know, you can blame it on anything, but there is a score, and you either win or you lose. So, um, prob- right. probably a good transition as we jump into this topic. And I want to just start big picture around education and sales. You know, there is a university mm-hmm. here locally. It's called Weber State University that has a sales program in the business school. But I don't know the numbers. You may know it nationally, but it's got to be a small percentage. And I just want to hear from you, sales and education, why is it not happening or is it happening? And I'm I'm just not aware of it. I mean, we've got marketing tracks. We've got uh, our focus is why not sales and what's going on? Right, right. So uh, I, I think one of the main questions would be, uh, do parents want their children to be in sales? Uh, and thinking that that would be a great profession for their children. And then they would also tell them, go and study sales. Uh, somehow, uh, maybe because they don't know how great is the profession, they might not recommend their children to be in sales and we might not have a lot of sales program. That being said, we do have about 100 sales program in the nation. Uh, I mean, sales oriented curriculum and I would say about 20 uh, programs taking sales very seriously uh, in higher head. And maybe uh, maybe five programs doing a good job at creating and 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 enhancing uh, sales education for for college students. But but the big question is, we we need to elevate the profession. Uh, we need to uh, make people understand it is a profession, and part of this happen at home where. Parents are willing to tell their children, great, you're going to be a salesperson. I love it and I'm proud of you. Uh, so, you know, that's part of the reason. That being said, a lot of uh, college students discover, uh, especially when they study business, that they're going to end up in sales. In fact, 50% of the time, they're going to end up in sales because this is the kind of experience that companies want them to have. And now you know that, you know, the likelihood that you're going to end up in sales, no matter what your major is, uh, then you have to think about, am I well prepared? Uh, so if I want to be well prepared, I need to have sales education. So uh, we, we, of course, we need, we need, uh, we need the, 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 the collective effort. Of, of making this as a great profession. And, and it comes from families and parents, but also we need a collective effort in higher education to make it a real profession with great sales programs uh, where we do actually provide the right education uh, for, for this profession. And, and this is not easy because uh, in fact, uh, when, when you go to college, uh, you can uh, mimic the world somehow uh, with a specific uh, curriculum around uh, finance, marketing, HR, where you're going to leverage case studies and understand a little bit what this profession is about. Now, if you are in sales, if you want to mimic the world, uh, you're going to have to have your students understand 
what it is to carry sales quota, what it is to face adversity, what it is to talk to customers, what it is to be challenged at not at not being uh, actually a good salesperson right away, but still uh, trying uh, to to grow and and to develop your skills to become better. And it's hard to learn that in colleges. Uh, this is what we've been trying to do at the University of Houston for the past 20 years, over 20 years now, to sort of help people understand why sales is a great profession and how you can learn yeah. it being yeah. a sales student. Yeah, do you and feel like... Quicker, yeah, no, finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, please, please, go and ahead. And the quicker you learn, the quicker you learn what sales is about, the better it is for you and for your recruiters, because because then you know where you're going to, and they know who they are hiring. So it's going to help you uh, uh, ramp up more quickly within those organizations, because you know exactly what you're going to do. And that's also part of the the challenge is to help people understand and learn sales quickly, so they know what they're going to what they're going to face and it's going to, and it's going to help the organizations. Now, do you feel like, um, you know, an interesting kind of a a thought on that. And certainly, I mean, it seems like it's necessary. Do you feel like, um, I I mean, it still is just mind boggling as to why, I mean, almost every role needs has got a little bit of sales, even if you're in, you know, engineering and you're a manager, I mean, you're still kind of selling your products potentially, or you're selling something. I mean, just these kind of quote unquote salesmanship skills are always important, even if you're not a full blown salesperson. Is there a reason Mm -hmm. that a lot of other universities um, are fighting having this and a reason that the University of Houston has kind of been so, you know, forward thinking and really jumped on this. What, what's the difference there? Are they just not seeing the vision in you are? Why doesn't every university just have one? Right, right. So uh, for a university to have a program, especially in sales, you need to have sales professors. And, and there's a difference somehow, uh, and, and I know it's kind of crazy, but there's a difference being, be, between being a marketing professor and a sales professor. Universities have a lot of marketing professors where they're going to teach consumer behavior, communication, marketing strategy, uh, marketing analytics. Uh, but we don't have uh, a lot of sales professors where you're going to teach sales and professional selling. So, so that's the first step. Why actually University of Houston started to create a sales program? Well, uh, several years ago, uh, our chair of the marketing department, Dr. Ed Blair, uh, actually noticed that we were competing uh, in Texas hmm. uh, against uh, UT Austin hmm. and Texas A&M, right? Great universities in Texas. Our students were competing for jobs against them, especially when they wanted to be in marketing. Yet, a lot of our of students were going into sales. And our chair said, well, uh, we're going to help them to have their resume on the top of the stack by teaching them, teaching them how to uh, become sales professionals. And this is why we started that program, because there were no other program actually teaching their students 
to become sales professionals. So we started that to differentiate our students. Huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah it, just, yeah, it just is kind of mind boggling that we're not um we're we're not further along on this. Do you know the number, number of university programs that have sales by chance? I mean, probably outside of your league. Yeah, it's gotta so, be small, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a sales competition, uh national sales college competition where you have uh universities competing. I would say there's 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 around one hundred, you know, universities having a sales curriculum, a sales program. Interesting. Uh, around you know, 90 universities will compete in this uh, competition, let's say, on average. Yeah. But I would say that there are about 20 sales programs, like program uh, taking sales very seriously, uh, with you know, a lot of students uh, graduating from a, a sales you know, minor, for example, uh, and with a sales certificate. Um, and 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 of course, you know, to have a sales program, you need to have sales students, right? <laughs> so, and and you need to have a lot of support within your university, within your marketing department, from your dean, yeah, to actually uh, have resources to create a sales that's program. That's right. Yeah, that's tough, right? I mean, it's it's a whole other program, and those don't pop up very easily. <laughs> Um, do right. you feel like, and I don't want to go too far down this cause I want to get into kind of what you guys do and how you do it. But, um, one more question before I do that. I mean, for sales leaders listening, people like myself who would like to see this cause move forward where my yes. local universities have this, where more national universities across the nation have them, what can we do to push sales more into the college curriculum? Any thoughts on that? We have to show. We have to show. We have to show the kind of careers you can have through sales. Coming from sales, going through sales, learning from sales. We have to show and make a case for the parents and the students to understand how great of a career you can have if you go through this profession <laughs> because then people will understand yeah. how great this is, but we need to have more use cases, case studies of great leaders That's right. yeah. Results. promoting their own careers. Yeah, I love uh, that. I, I think that, that makes a lot of showing, sense. Right, and showing what they've been through because of being train as you know sales professionals because like you said Gabe we all have to use sales skills uh, along the way to have any type of career but when you are in sales you need to show exactly what is it that you've been accomplished and how you can grow as a person within an organization because of being in sales the more case studies and use case and also uh, you know, examples, the better it's going to be for people to picture and vision and foresee that they can be that person as well. I love it. I, th- I think that's right. I mean, that's funny. That's how we, you know, that's that's exactly how we would do it in business. You know, you show results, you show ROI, and, and then sometimes the rest of the teams follow and new things are accomplished. Right. So I think that's probably, you're right, my, my, it's probably the same, same everywhere. 
Um, well, let's get into this. Um, want to hear a little bit about the University of Houston and the program. I thought it might be interesting for the listeners. Can you kind of walk us through the what? What, what, what is the program? How do students kind of go through it? What does the curriculum look like? What does success look like? Give us kind of that, that um, again, not maybe not extreme detail, but the overview of how this program is set up so the listeners can get kind of the inside scoop. Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, again, uh, we are a 21-year-old program, uh, um, very old program, let's say, 21-year-old, uh, but uh, it's not that old, right, because uh, the sales profession is changing, is growing, and we also need to uh, uh, renew what we do to actually uh, make sure we provide the right education. But... What we provide uh, so far, and this is why we are regarded as the number one sales program in the United States, it's because we have the most comprehensive and deeper sales curriculum um, in the nation. And what makes us a little bit unique, too, is our students, they carry sales quota. They have to sell to have the program to uh, graduate from the program. So we have a one-year program, two semesters, three classes the first semester, and three classes the second semester. A quick summary of what we do. The first semester, after actually uh, about uh, 1,000 students taking a professional selling class, uh, kind of intro to sales class, we're going to tell to uh, maybe 300, 350 of them that they should apply to the sales program. Then we interview them. We have a selection process. And then we admit in the program about 130, 140 students every year. So out of uh, 350 uh, students that are actually uh, being told to apply. So we, we do graduate around 130 sales students, just sales students, every year. Uh, so what is it that they go through? Uh, during the first semester, uh, we have a class called Advanced Professional Selling, where they learn uh, the sales process, the buying process, how to negotiate, how to have a sales conversation uh, with a customer, and how to listen to the customer, how to understand the customer. In this class, we also tell our students that you're going to learn a lot from the class, but also from outside the class. So part of the class is for you to find a mentor. And it means that we have a mentorship program where our students will have to find a mentor who is going to invest in them. And what is it that they have to sell in this class is what we call a, a jacket sponsorship. This is a blazer, a Navy blazer representing the program which is uh, at uh, $250, uh, and the student has to find someone investing in them, buying their blazer, which means that they can sell themselves to a mentor and learn a lot from an industry of interest, a company of interest, a position of interest, and a person fulfilling that position in that industry. If they cannot sell their jacket to a potential mentor and become a mentee of a mentor, uh, they cannot pass. They cannot stay in the program. So that's the first class. The second class is called Sales CRM. In this class, we teach our students to uh, use Salesforce. We are heavy users of Salesforce.com for over 12 years now. 
And uh, we also uh, have our students selling what we call the PES Open, Program for Excellence in Selling Golf Tournament. And think about it, Gabe. Every single semester, I have 100% turnover, right? Every single semester, I start over with new students, so 100% turnover. Yet, I have two months, eight weeks, to teach our students how to use Salesforce and how to sell the PS Open. And for example, our last golf tournament happened on October the 30th, and the students sold 486 players. Oof. So about 500 Not players. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. <laughs> that's, that's a big tournament. <laughs> it's a double shotgun, uh, shotgun in the morning, shotgun in the afternoon, sold by the students. Now their quota is $800, $500 for a foursome, and $800 of, $800, $300 of, of sponsorship. We have about 20 products, shirt sponsorship, whole sponsorship, dinner sponsorship, and the students sell all of that. And then we had a third class for the first semester. It's called personal branding. In this class, they learn how to, uh, how to reflect on their personal brand. And they have to do a website or a personal video about themselves. And we teach them how to do that. But we also teach them um, uh, around what is it to be in sales and to have a sales career so they can reflect on their personal development. Uh, they compete for the best personal brand uh, video or website, and and we we also have a, a, a winner of that because we are a very competitive uh, program. Now, if they move to the second semester, in the second semester uh, they have again three classes. The first one will be sales management. In the sales management, uh, they will learn how to manage uh, salespeople, how to coach salespeople, how to hire, uh, mm. how to forecast sales. And what is interesting in this class is we make our second semester students team leaders of our first semesters. Oh. So they can learn yeah. how to actually lead and coach. And uh, the students have a team of uh, four first semesters. And, um, and throughout their semester, they learn how to, uh, how to lead students. In this class, what they have to sell is the uh, PS Call Fair. So we have our own career fair, and this semester we had over 100 companies coming to the sales career fair, and their quota is $1,000 uh, career booth for company. They, they can buy booth and also job postings. And again, it's sold and hosted by, by uh, the students. Then we have our key account uh, selling class, uh, it's a class where we take the 20 best students of our program and we actually uh, teach them how to manage key accounts. Uh, and we have about 25 to 26 companies partnering with our program, uh, Fortune 500 companies like uh, Hilti, Salesforce, Liberty Mutual, um, uh, State Farm, uh, uh, Schlumberger, uh, 3M. And guess what? We actually have our students managing the relationship with those companies. So they become key account managers and they are responsible of managing the relationship with those uh, uh, companies. And we have different levels of partnerships, but everything is managed by the students. Wow. And then we have a, a, a new class uh, uh, that we, uh, we've been a beta testing. 
a couple of times and we are launching this new class and I know you're going to love that game. It's called <laughs> Digital Sales. It's all dedicated to digital sales and inside sales because this is where the profession is going. Yeah. So we're going to start this class uh, next semester and now it's becoming a mandatory class for our students and they're going to learn uh, the technologies that they have to use and leverage uh, to become great inside sales uh, uh, professional uh, and, and how the technology and, and selling with social should help them uh, engage customers and have, have better conversation with their customers who, by the way, sometimes though, do not want to meet them. So they need to do that uh, using social media. So this is what the class is going to be about. Wow, wow. What a great overview. Normally I, I interrupt people a lot more, but you were on such a roll there, Joel, that I uh, wanted to let you go through it. Um, do you feel like, I mean, as just to get kind of a context on this, when people are leaving the program, it sound, and you kind of initiated this at the end, but it sounds like they're typically moving into inside sales types of professions. I mean, that's kind of where they're going, right? You're not necessarily um, training people to go be a salesperson at a closed store in the mall. This is this is kind of professional inside sales here. Is that fair to say or where right, are most of them going? Right, right exactly. So we do have people actually going to, uh, uh, to retail. Uh, um, uh, in fact, we have a, a, a great partner uh, mattress firm, uh, uh, and, and our program is uh, named after uh, Steven Stagner, who uh, is the CEO of Mattress Firm, and um, and uh, and we do have uh, uh, students going, for example, in retail, working for Mattress Firm. Uh, it's a great company where they're going to learn how to manage a store and and lead. Uh, salespeople actually working in retail. We have people going uh, in the automotive industry as well. Uh, But but you are right. We have uh, a lot of students going in B2B sales and and a lot of students going to uh, uh, inside sales positions uh, or like uh, HPE uh, in Dallas or BMC Software, Salesforce.com. Um, yes, uh, this is this is what's happening right now. So this is why we need to prepare our students better for you know uh, the new uh, the new normal in sales. <laughs> I love it. You're graduating. How many you said typically every year? So we graduate about uh, 130 students. This is how many students we have in the program, and they receive uh, 270 hours of sales training, sales education. Oh, I love it. And, um, and uh, we are a team, we are a team of uh, uh, five professors actually in the program uh, uh, helping educate our students. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I teach uh, two classes, but I, I have also great colleagues, uh, Randy Webb, who is the uh, executive director of our program, uh, is teaching uh, the sales management class where the students have the career fair. We have Amy van der Ver uh, teaching the personal branding class. Uh, I will teach with Carl Herman uh, the digital sales class. And, um, and also we have John Pingle who is going to teach the uh, advanced professional selling class. So you need a, you need a, a village, right, uh, to raise <laughs> so this is This is kind of the, the Steven Stagner Sales Excellence Institute village. No, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Joel, it's been great to kind of get the overview, and we love uh, 
you know, as we've talked, we want to see if we can't get inside sales.com involved in that and support you further. Um, certainly appreciate your efforts to kind of further the good news of, of sales, um, in, into the, the, you know, a lot of these young people as they move on in their career. So thanks so much for what you've done. If someone wants to learn a little bit more uh, about the program or, or how they could get involved, um, is there a way to reach out or contact you? Yes, yeah, so um, um, so we have a website at the University of Houston, the Stephen Stagner Sales Excellence Institute, or uh, very easy to actually go and connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, all my personal information, my email address is right there. You can email me as well. It's a great way to communicate, and, and, and I love to connect uh, with people, especially when they uh, love sales, because, you know, everything <laughs> about sales, right, Dave? <laughs> that's just that's that's the way it works. You're 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 definitely talking to someone who who loves that talk track. So, well, Joel, thanks so much again for joining. Looking forward to future interactions and for the audience, remember, success is just one play away.